If you recognize that God has put you here for a purpose, that there is work to do in this life, then act like a soldier and get equipped for the battle. Fill your mind with the word of God and don't just fill it. Put it in your head and lock it with a key. Memorize the very words of God so that you can obey him, so that you have fuel for the fight. Welcome to the Redeeming Productivity Show. This is the podcast that helps Christians get more done and get it done like Christians. And I am your host, Reagan Rose. Well, guys, welcome back for another episode. We are in a season right now. So if you're just joining us, we're about four episodes deep into season one, which is dealing with essential habits of the productive Christian. Essential Habits of the Productive Christian. So, so far we have looked at why Christians need to be forming habits, how habits work, uh, how you add a a good habit, how you remove a bad one, looking at some of the uh, things we learn in scripture, put off, put on, some of the ways in which we can actually form habits according to God's word and in his power for his glory. And now with each subsequent episode, we've been dealing with different habits. We've talked about prayer and we've talked about planning. And this week, I want to talk about scripture memorization, which when you think about essential habits, maybe scripture memorization doesn't bubble to the top of your mind. But I think that by the end of this episode, you're going to agree that making the practice of hiding God's word in our heart a regular part of our lives is indeed an essential habit of a productive Christian. When I talk about scripture memorization, what are we talking about? Well, really just the idea of memorizing passages from the Bible. It could be verses, preferably it will be longer sections of scripture, but essentially committing to memory truths, not just truths, but the actual words of the Bible. And I'll talk to you more about why this is important and what uh, what are some techniques for that in this episode. I'm going to give you a bunch of resources at the end uh, that can help you in this. But first, let's ask and answer this question. Why is scripture memorization essential? Why is it essential? Why is this something that would make the list of essential habits of a productive Christian? Well, I think that first it's essential for obeying God. Scripture memorization is essential for obeying God. Psalm 119.11, I have stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. In the fury and the um, chaos of spiritual warfare, the actual decision about whether we're going to obey God in a situation or not really comes down to an instant choice, which is informed by whether or not our minds have been saturated, soaked in the briny goodness of God's word. And so when you commit scripture to memory and you let it sink deep down into your heart, it enables you to obey God because you know at a deep level what it is that pleases God as he's revealed it in his word. So scripture memorization is essential because it's essential for obeying God. It's also, second, essential for serving others. Having God's word committed to memory is essential for serving others. How so? Well, Colossians 3.16, interesting passage. It says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. So interesting. Let, let the word of God dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another. Teaching what? Admonishing with what? With the word, with the word of Christ. 
singing psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, right? And things that are informed by the word of God. And so how are you going to teach? How are you going to admonish? How are you going to encourage people in your church, other believers in your life, other people who are struggling or suffering or just need a little kick in the pants? What are you going to use? What's going to form the content of that teaching and admonishing? Well, it ought to be the word of God, but it will be hard for it to be the word of God if you have not committed to memory, if you haven't made scripture memorization a regular practice. And third, scripture memorization is essential for effectual prayer that is in line with God's will. Follow me on this one. John 15, 7, this is Jesus talking. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, if my words live in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. The point is that uh, if God's words, if, if, if his commands, if the truths of scripture are living in us, we will ask that which is pleasing to God in prayer. We will ask according to God's will. And we know that when we pray according to God's will, we know that we have whatever we ask for. God's answer when we pray according to his will is always yes, 100% of the time. So it's essential for if you want to have effectual prayer life, you need to be praying in accordance with God's will. And the way to pray in accordance with God's will is to have a mind that is saturated by God's word, which informs us of his will. So yes, scripture memorization is essential. It is essential. You've got to get the word into your heart, into your brain. Now, it also should be a habit. And why should it be a habit? Well, first, if it's not a habit where we're not you know, constantly trying to fill our minds with God's word uh, and, and keep it there, right? We will lose what we memorized. So you can't just memorize for a little while and then forget about it for, you know what I mean? Like you have to refresh your memory on those things. And so it should be an ongoing part of our lives that we are committing more of God's word to our memory and we are refreshing that which we've already committed. So it needs to be an ongoing thing. And a word-filled heart leads to obedience-filled hands. Um, in Joshua 1.8, what's it say? This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, habitually, right? So that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. So the habitual nature that's being commanded here of meditating on the word of God is a constant thing. It's constantly happening and the result is obedience. And so it needs to be ongoing. It needs to be an essential habit for every Christian. Now, I talked about this in a newsletter months ago now, um, where I compared memorizing scripture to packing a sack lunch. And I gave the analogy of we're out, we were hiking in Yosemite and we were hiking to Upper Falls, which is a long hike up all these little like, um, they're kind of like stair steps that have been cut into the mountain. And I really hurt my knee on that hike, but that's that's not part of the story. And but, um about halfway up, we stopped and we ate the sack lunch we had packed because we knew that the hike was too long, that we once we got up past the halfway point, it would have been too long to hike back down to get food. And so it was a it was a more than a half day commitment to go on this hike. And if we hadn't brought food for the journey, we would not have been uh, sustained on it. 
And of course, as we'll talk about, um, daily Bible reading is an important habit, but scripture memorization is an important habit because it allows you to pack a sack lunch, you know? Like if, if reading your Bible is opening up the fridge, you know, and you've got God's word there, you got a smorgasbord, uh, <laughs> scripture memorization is packing a little sandwich in a baggie so you have something for the road, right? You memorize a passage, and so it gives you something to be chewing on all day long while you're driving, while you're just thinking, and even while you're sleeping, you know, your your mind is doing stuff. And so when you purposely fill it and saturate it with God's word and commit actual portions of scripture to memory, you have something to chew on all the time. And it's kind of a way where, where you're, it's almost like exercise, right? You're equipping your mind with truth and you're training your thinking. So let me let me try to make a little bit of a distinction here. Reading your Bible every day absolutely is critical because it fills your mind with God's truth, right? And there's principles you glean, and you might not have the word order, or you might not be able to repeat the exact verses word for word, but you're getting truth out of that. And that's important. I'm not diminishing that at all. That's very important. And obviously you can't memorize the whole Bible, and not very many people can. But if we believe that the Bible is God's word, and if we believe that every word of it is inspired by the Holy Spirit— then it is important that we commit to memory more than just the principles there, but the words themselves. And I find that it's a very helpful, just speaking personally, I, I have committed verses to memory and passages to memory, and it's just neat to even stuff you've memorized a long time ago to be thinking about them and just kind of chewing on them while you, while you have a free moment and you're not looking at your phone you start to realize stuff about them and and think about why is it phrased that way or you'll have passages pop into your mind at a at a specific time in response to something that happens to you and it's just a very rich experience when you actually have the very words of scripture buried deep in your brain so scripture memorization is a sack lunch it's a sack lunch it's essential it's an important habit so how do we do it how do we do it? What are some strategies for making this a habit? Well, I think the simplest way to memorize, and actually, let me say this first. This is not easy. <laughs> this is this is a harder habit than some of the other ones we've dealt with. But I have made this point countless times already, and I'll make it countless more times before to the end of this series. Habits are a function of planning. If you want to develop a new habit, make a really clear plan and your success is nearly guaranteed. People think habits are hard to form. They're not hard to form if you have a plan. If you have a plan and you stick to it, you will form a new habit. A lot of people, though, they don't think all the way through the process. They don't think about things that can interrupt them. They don't think about the challenges and make a plan that could overcome those. And therefore, they don't develop new habits. So, you need to come up with a strategy if you want to memorize scripture. It's got to be more than just you want to do it and, oh, I'm going to go try it this morning. I'm going to read a passage 10 times and then you're never going to do it again, right? You're, you got to be in it for the long haul, I guess is what I'm saying. If you want to, if you want to memorize scripture, you got to be in it for the long haul. And so the easiest, probably simplest way I should say to start this is get some index cards. Get some index cards. Go old school on this thing and put right down some verses on the index cards and maybe write the reference on the back or a single word or something that would cue you off on it. And then you can kind of just like you were memorizing vocab when you were in school or 
anything else that you wanted to memorize, you, you just flip it over and you test yourself. And you keep a set of those and you can learn and be practicing that as part of your morning routine or part of just some habit you do each day, right? Very simple. And that will cost you next to nothing. I don't know what a pack of index cards costs, but I can't imagine it's that expensive. And a marker. Okay, so that's the simplest way. But in terms of what verses you choose, that can be another hang up, right? You, this is part of having a plan, right? What are you going to memorize? Single verses are good. They're helpful. I'll tell you some resources in a minute for um, kind of choosing some good verses to memorize. But even better is to pick a passage of scripture. And then you have kind of your verses laid out for you and you're getting context, you're getting flow. Um, you can do a whole book of the Bible, you know, first, uh, second, third, John, uh, Jude, the short book of the Bible, or you could do a single passage. A lot of people do Romans eight, um, which is just, man, a high point of theology in the Bible. And so that's a really good one to put into your brain so you can kind of chew on that. My wife did that, uh, I think last year with a group from church, they memorized the book or the chapter Romans eight. So that's important because like I said, it gets you the Bible in context. Um, one of the things that's, it's interesting actually about memory verses that is sort of a uh, negative byproduct of scripture memorization. I'm not trying to dissuade you from it, but I've found as someone who teaches the Bible that some of the hardest verses to teach on are the popular ones that people have memorized out of context, right? Like John three sixteen, or like Rome or uh, Galatians two twenty, or you know these these popular verses that everybody knows, but they know them in a vacuum, right? They don't understand what's the context, what's happening. Like who was Jesus talking to in John three sixteen? Do you know? I know because I looked it up. Memorizing scripture in its context gives you even uh, a better flow. And this is especially true in the epistles where the the authors are developing arg- an argument, right? This, these aren't tweets, right? They didn't tweet this out. These are part of a context. And so memorizing context is uh, all the more gooder for your brain. Now I'd like to pause and thank the supporters of this show. Redeeming Productivity is supported by people like you. Sort of like PBS, but way lower quality. So if you're benefiting from these resources and would like to help support the work of creating videos, articles, a weekly newsletter, and this podcast, consider becoming a supporter of Redeeming Productivity on Patreon. It's my mission to create biblically sound resources to help Christians get more done with their lives for God's glory. Patreon supporters make this show possible. And they also receive special perks like early releases of new episodes, access to an exclusive Discord server of like-minded believers, as well as physical goodies like Redeeming Productivity stickers and notebooks. So if you're interested in supporting Redeeming Productivity, head on over to patreon.com slash redeemingprod to learn more. There's also a link in the show notes as well as information on how to give a one-time gift if that's more your jam. Thanks for your support and thanks for listening. Another way of going about this kind of a strategy side of things is corporate scripture memory, corporate scripture memory. And what I mean by that is do it with other people. I mentioned my wife did this with a group from church, uh, with a ladies group. They did Romans eight. That's awesome. That's super helpful. Get some people, do it together, challenge each other. That helps with the accountability factor and it just makes it more fun. If you have a family, you could do this with your spouse or you could do it with your, with your ninos and ninas. 
that's Spanish for children, I think. And uh, in fact, there is a resource. Somebody sent me from the newsletter from Charlotte Mason. I think they produce like homeschool resources. I don't know a ton about Charlotte Mason, but they have like these great uh, things on scripture memorization and like kind of a step-by-step how to do this with your family. And I loved it. There's some good videos and stuff. Um, which I'm going to share in the resources at the end is I've prepared a, an article with just tons and tons of resources and scripture memorization. So as I start mentioning some of these, don't freak out trying to write them down. I've put them all in this article, which I'll link to. Okay. So Charlotte Mason, they talk about doing this with your kids, right? Memorize scripture with the whole family, man, how precious, how sweet is that? Um, you're, you're learning, they're learning, everybody's learning for ice cream. <laughs> Uh, and then finally, just in terms of strategies, use a pre-planned system. Uh, navigators, man, they have uh, the Navigators Ministry has the Topical Memory System (TMS), which is an awesome system for helping to memorize scripture. Now, this mostly covers just individual verses, but if you're looking for a plan, here's a pre-made plan. Just grab it. They'll do everything from showing you how often to repeat them, which verses, and what order to do them in, and that covers all the major themes. So. I think this is especially valuable if you are um, young in the faith, even like it exposes you and commits to your memory. Some of the, like the key passages um, on which, you know, the major themes of Christian doctrine rest. So that covers themes like Christian life, evangelism versus on discipleship, spiritual growth, really good system. And you can, you can download the list, I believe, and you can also like buy verse cards from them and a little booklet that'll walk you through a plan. So check out Navigator's Topical Memory System if you're looking for a place to start. And I actually just got ahead of myself a little bit. So let's, let's jump into it. Let's talk about resources. Um, let's talk about resources. So we just talked about strategies. Now, what about resources? Again, these are things that are going to help you to develop a plan so that you can make this essential habit of the productive Christian an essential part of your life. So when I asked um, my newsletter subscribers months ago to tell me what resources they used for scripture memorization, man, you guys showed up big time. You sent so many resources. It took me days um, to comb through all of the replies and kind of put it into something organized. And the resource list I'm going to share with you uh, in the description of this podcast is kind of the fruit of all that stuff that people shared with me. So appreciate you guys for that. But one thing that came up over and over and over again from nearly everyone who emailed me is they said, you've got to read Andrew Davis's book, An Approach to Extended Memorization of Scripture. An Approach to Extended Memorization of Scripture. And I actually had already read this book. It's a great short little, I wouldn't even call it a book. It's a little booklet and it's cheap. And it basically advocates learning the Bible in long chunks. And it gives you kind of a step-by-step for how to do that. What's interesting about that book is he says basically the key to doing this is making it a habit. Making it a habit. See, a lot of people, If you, you maybe already were thinking this, like, you're telling me to memorize Romans 8? You're telling me to memorize a whole book of the Bible? I have a terrible memory. I have blah, 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 blah. Maybe you do. Maybe you do. But here's the thing. We all uh, can remember. And the trick to making something committed to memory is to make it a habit, is to do it repeatedly. That's just how it works. I mean, there may be, there's people with um, photogenic memories. (laughs) What do you call it? Photographic memories. Uh, Autodidact. 
Is that? No, that's not right. What is it called? Looking it up. I think it's called a didactic, eidetic, didentic, eidetic, edetic, 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 edetic. How do you say that? Eidetic, eidetic. The thing is, we all can memorize scripture. We can commit things to memory. And chances are, you can do this, but it requires you to make a habit of it. Not everybody is gifted, you know, with a photographic, you know, an eidetic memory so that they can remember stuff on a single glance. That's not what we're talking about. Memorization is not like a massive Herculean effort of the will one time. It's a habit. It's a commitment to doing and reviewing day after day after day. That's just how it works. It's not cramming. It's just making a nice cool little spaced out schedule to do it. Here's actually a quote from Andrew Davis uh, from his book, An Approach to Extended Memorization of Scripture. He says, the absolute key to successful scripture memorization is repetition over a long period of time. It's just repetition. It's repetition. And I think a lot of us maybe, I mean, Maybe I'm just talking about myself here, but when I think of like memorizing stuff, I start to get stressed out. I get stressed out probably because of school, because oftentimes at school, memorizing meant cramming. <laughs> I didn't plan ahead. I had to memorize vocab or, um, you know, spelling or periodic table elements or dumb things. And you're just doing it by rote and you waited too long and you're trying to cram it all in your head just long enough so that you can get it down on the piece of paper for the test and then let it all dissolve into the ether because you didn't really commit it to your long-term memory. But memorization can be a peaceful process, something that is fun and something that is not uh, stressful at all. Because it, if you work it into maybe your Bible reading time or something you do in the evenings or something you do while you're brushing your teeth in the morning, it's just read the verse, test yourself, read the verse, test yourself, and do it again the next day. And then put some space in between it. Do it in a week in between. And then put some spacing and go back through after a month and try it. See, it's just this, when you make it a habit, it's just this casual thing you do. It's not this stressful, hard, you know, cognitive task. It's simply doing the, day, the thing over and over again. Okay? So don't be stressed. Come on, don't be stressed. Another uh, resource for doing this or a strategy maybe is you can record yourself. You can record yourself saying the verse. Um, so there's lots of things you can do. You can write it out and that's a good way to help yourself remember it. You can record yourself and listen to yourself saying it again, kind of involve another sense with your sense of hearing. Um, I did this in school when I was learning um, like Greek vocab words, Hebrew vocab. I would record myself reading the term and the definition and then I would play it uh, on loop in my car on my drive into school because I was cramming for the test <laughs> for the quiz. Um, but that was really helpful to hear my, hear myself saying it. Very helpful. Writing out is helpful, like I said. There's some other good tools that'll be in that guide about you know you can you can condense a verse into just the first letters of every word that kind of gives you a little clue, and that's a good intermediate step as you're committing it to memory. Lots of stuff. Lots of stuff. Um, but what you're really wondering is what apps are there, Reagan? Now, unfortunately, there is not an app yet that can upload the Bible into your brain, as far as I know. If you know about that, send it to me. Now, unfortunately, even though the movie The Matrix came out in 1999, our 
failures of scientists, <laughs> computer scientists, have still not come up with a way to upload Kung Fu or the Bible into our brains. Too bad. But there are apps. There are apps. And most of these apps basically take advantage of the very things that I just told you about. You don't need an app to memorize. It just makes it a bit more convenient. Kind of the, the big ones out there are the Bible Memory app, Fighter Versus, um, there's another one called Remember Me, another one called Versus. Uh, but the big one that I see come up a lot is the Bible Memory app and Fighter Versus. Those are the two big ones. Uh, Bible Memory app has a, a, a free tier and then there's kind of like a paid thing uh, that's not that much. Fighter Versus I think is $2.99 and Remember Me is $2.99 one-time payment. So these aren't bad and I mean that's not much to pay. It's probably about the same price as a pack of index cards come to think of it. So each of these has similar features. A lot of them do the first letter of each word in the verse thing. So you kind of have the clue. Uh, a lot of them will make certain words disappear um, so that you have to fill them in. And then eventually you have to type the whole thing out from memory. And it will work you through these intermediary steps until you get the whole thing in your mind, which is pretty cool. Uh, some of them have the ability to listen to it, like an audio version of the passage you're memorizing. Record yourself so you can play it back different Bible verses, all the stuff you would expect in an app. So a lot of those are good. Again, those will be in the uh, accompanying um, resource guide that I will post in the show notes slash description. So don't uh, feel like if I spoke too fast that you missed out. Lastly, in terms of like resources and apps, you don't have to use a specific Bible memory app to memorize the Bible. There are Actually, probably the best flashcard app that exists is called Anki, A-N-K-I, and it's free. It's great. I think maybe the mobile version costs money, but you can use it on your computer for free. You can make your own custom decks, and it takes advantage of a lot of the scientific findings we've learned about spaced repetition from memory. So here, here's something about memory. Maybe I should have said this earlier in the episode. Basically, the way you memorize something and get it into long-term memory is just riding the edge of forgetting that thing. The best way to get it in your brain permanently is to try to memorize it and then go just long enough where you're starting to forget it and then refresh yourself on it, test yourself, read it again. And the way that you do that consistently is through what's called spaced repetition. And so an app like Anki builds this in. So you you might have a, a, a flashcard in there. You can use this to memorize anything, like I said. But with scripture, you might have a flashcard in there about the verse. And you say, oh, I." you test yourself on it. You say, I didn't get it today. It'll show you the next day. Maybe the next day you say, oh, I got it right this time. And then it'll wait two days to show you. And if you get it right that time, it'll wait seven days. And if you get it right that time, it'll wait like a month. And sometimes it'll go all the way to like a year. But this randomization of it and pushing off every time you're successful at it is the way in which you get these verses jammed into your brain permanently. So spaced repetition apps like Anki are awesome. Even Rome Research, which is an app I, I talk a lot about on here, it's um, mostly for knowledge management and interlinking kind of different, your writing and ideas and stuff like that. But they actually have a built-in spaced repetition uh, thing on there where anything in Rome Research can become a flashcard. So that's super cool. If you're into that, you want to nerd out, check out Anki or Rome Research. But yeah, that's kind of like a uh, an overview of scripture memorization. Um, let me just kind of end here with an exhortation. An exhortation. We're talking about essential habits of the Christian, of the productive Christian. 
And kind of an assumption I'm making here is that if you're listening to this, you want to, you're wanting to be a productive Christian, you're serious about your faith. You're serious about your walk with the Lord. And that seriousness, that should drive us to put in effort. Look, I get it. This is hard. I don't do this as much as I should, but scripture memorization is worth it. If you recognize that you are a sojourner in this world, that God has put you here for a purpose, that there is work to do in this life, then act like a soldier and get equipped for the battle. Fill your mind with the word of God and don't just fill it. Put it in your head and lock it with a key. Memorize the very words of God so that you can obey him, so that you have fuel for the fight against sin. That one app in there I was telling you about is called Fighter Versus. That's a, that's a thing from John Piper where he talks about if you want to battle sin, if you want to overcome and win against besetting sins in your life, find verses that fight that sin and memorize them so that you have a sword to draw when the temptation comes. You have God's truth, specific truth on that issue to combat the specific lies that the enemy is trying to use to tempt you to sin in that way. Man, imagine what our lives would be like if we really did focus on not just reading this casually, but getting our minds and our hearts saturated in it. So like we can say with the psalmist, I have stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. So listen, if you are trying to cultivate more habits in your life, the best thing I can recommend for you is to start having a morning routine. I developed a course on this. It's called Power Mornings. If you've been a long-term listener, you're saying, shut up about Power Mornings, Reagan. But I really do believe that Power Mornings is an effective way to train yourself in spiritual disciplines and just productive disciplines in all of life. And we don't talk about uh, scripture memorization in that course directly, but it would fit right in if it was something you want to cultivate in your life. What I've discovered, and I haven't discovered it, lots of people discovered it, is that you, if you can develop this one habit, which is waking up early and doing that consistently, you can fill that time with all sorts of other habits and they kind of just fall into place like dominoes. And So if this is something you're looking to do, the first step is to make a plan. So look at these resources I've given you. But then once you have a plan, you need to have a time for when you're going to do that. And I think a morning routine would be a good time to do that. Well, guys, thanks for listening to this episode. I just pray that it was beneficial to you, that the Lord uses it in your life, and you start to practice the practice of scripture memorization because it absolutely is an essential habit of the productive Christian. Well, I'll see you again here next week, but until I do, please remember this, in whatever you do, do it well and do it all to the glory of God.